Hey you, welcome to Adulting's Ghetto. We all know adulting is truly overrated, so what better way to survive this ratchet place than coming together to share our stories and words of wisdom with one another? Join us as we discuss all things adulting from the following aspects of adulthood, finances, relationships, spirituality, and even health. This podcast is a great source to get all tips and tricks as you manage to survive adulting. After all, we already know adulting is truly ghetto. question for y'all. How do you divine homeless? On today's episode, we are speaking from the spirituality aspect of adulting. Today's topic is all about wholeness. Today we have the esteemed Pastor Charles Hamilton from New Morning Light Baptist Church discussing a perspective on how to define wholeness. Amen. Amen. Welcome. Welcome on the show, Pastor. Good to see you. Good to see you. You know, this, it, it means so much to me to see Jadah here in her element. You know, we, she started off in my young adult ministry when I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know what I was telling them. I just was like, look, we're going to hang out and have a good time and praise the Lord. And Jadah has grown up. And like I said, before we even started the podcast, she was talking when I met her. And now she's still talking now. And at least she has an audience. Because <laughs> before she ain't had no audience. You know she was what? just talking. You know what? <laughs> we ain't even got to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, you showing your butt today. All right. Just a little bit. Just a little, little bit. You know, you know. As y'all know, I've clearly known this man for a while. Maybe mm-hmm. too long. If just, just, just me. Just a little bit. <laughs> but, um, no, Charles has been amazing. I watched him grow as well. Like he said, he started as a young adult um, leader, ministry leader at um, the Breakthrough Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And now he is a pastor of his own church, y'all. Mm-hmm. New morning. Come on now. Shout out to y'all. You want to say something? Go on say yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, I, I've been pastoring for about two and a half years now mm. at New Morning Light Baptist Church. We're in Conley, Georgia. That's not Conyers. <laughs> it's Conley. Right. That's, that's getting close to Jonesboro Road, Clayton County yep, area. So, so you can go come come see us. We're at the intersection of Moreland and Conley and we're right there. We're not the first church. We're the middle church <laughs> between the one at the end. So you, you, you got to come down. The first church, I can't remember the name of that one, but the, the last no. church is, is Wings of Faith and we're right in between that. Yes, they are. We're right in between and you can come get a word from the Lord. Amen. You can come to Bible study or you can watch us online. You can watch us on Facebook, on YouTube and we're all streaming on all all the virtual platforms and in person. So yes. come check us out and get the word of God. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. He is so crazy, y'all. But also, let's talk about where you came from. You graduated from what? Talk about what fraternity you are a part of. Well, I, give us your background. I graduated from Clark Atlanta University. Okay, okay. Back in 2014, I played as the only fraternity, the first fraternity mm. that's Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Oh, wow. You know, um, We're going to be so upset. The great distinguished men, not crippled by fear or self-loathing, but men oh. driven by dignity and destiny. Speak yes, on brothers it. and sisters. Um, uh, nonetheless, <laughs> that was just my shameless plug on that one for <laughs> Attorney, but I went to Clark Atlanta University undergrad, had no idea what I was doing, majoring in. I changed my major like three or four times. Wow. Wind up graduating with a degree in speech communications. Mm. I think that's the one I landed on. Yeah. Speech communications. Mm. And then from that, I worked selling suits at Joseph Bank. Wow. <laughs> didn't, I didn't know, know that part. Right. I didn't know what I was. I was just like, Lord. Give me a good paying job. <laughs> and then I started recruiting. And mm. then from that, 
I felt and got this calling to preach, and then I went to Emory University's Candler School of Theology. Yes. It was in out. seminary for about three years, and then I started pastoring as a young adult minister at the Breakthrough Fellowship. Yeah. And then that's what I met Jada, and she was one of the first members of the young adult ministry and <laughs> led the way and. I learned so much through working with the young adult ministry, the children's ministry, and, and just the grassroots aspect of church. And then somehow or another, the Lord said, well, I'm just bless you with your own church. Amen. That's and beautiful. And I started pastoring at 27 years old. Mm. And the rest is history. Come on. You ain't that old. Like, <laughs> Y'all, he's not old. <laughs> you know, I'm 30 now. I'm about uh, to say. But I started at 27 and, and I didn't know what I was doing. But I realized when God calls you to something, you don't have to know. Mm. Um, you don't need to know. You just mm. need to go. And as you And as you're going. Right, he'll mm. prepare the way for you. He'll open doors, he'll close doors, amen. and you'll learn as you go. Uh, I heard a pastor, he, he told me, he said, sometimes God doesn't give cash advances. Mm. He provides along the way. All amen. right, man. amen. You know? oh. So, that's, that, that, that's a little bit of my story. You know? Lord, I'm so happy to have you on this, okay? <laughs> y'all, Charles is great, and y'all definitely need to visit him. Um, I'm so proud, like I said, and... We're going to get into these questions, okay, okay. about wholeness, because I think that's a part of adulting being ghetto, you know, right. of course, and we think about the spiritual aspect. A lot of people are lost, mm -hmm. um, sometimes looking for guidance, and I think something that people talk about is like finding wholeness, being whole, wellness. Right. So let's get into that, okay? So I have a few questions, okay? Um, one of the first ones is, what made you pursue becoming a pastor and going into ministry? I know you kind of touched on it already, but if you want to address anything specifically about that. Yeah, I always tell people I didn't go into ministry pursuing uh, pastoring. Okay. I didn't even go into it thinking that I would uh, pastor a church. I was quite comfortable in the young adult ministry, <laughs> you know, with little responsibility. Mm. I would have been quite comfortable mm. being an associate pastor, mm. you know, with another full-time job. You know, mm. I, I wanted to do it part-time. You know, full time was, was a bit otherwise. a lot, but you, when you have you know your plans and God has His plans, Amen. God's plans are going to supersede your plans. You can Always. fight with God, you can prolong the process, but but at the end of the day, God's plans are going to supersede that. Amen. And the way my life kept turning, mm. the way doors kept opening up, um, I started to see that I can either make this easy or I can make it different. Mm. And I mm. said, I'm going to answer the call early on. I love it. And I wind up quitting my job. Wow. Okay. Moved back home to my mama's house. Okay. Shout out to moms. Went to seminary. Mm. Uh, paid for it out of pocket based mm. off the money I had made working in school um, and working um, at the job I had. And uh, it worked out. Look at God. It worked out. And like I said, when I started, I didn't know I would get a church. You know, most people don't get churches till they're like, what, in they? 40s yeah. later on yeah. you know, they don't get it in their 20s a church will quickly throw you in that youth ministry yeah. or throw you in the singles ministry you know <laughs> uh, when you're in your 20s so I, if, if someone had told me at the beginning of the journey this is how it would have ended up I wouldn't have believed it Wow. You know? so that's why I say it's one of those things that when God has a plan for you mm. if you're open to answering that plan open to answer, answering that call it'll work out yes. even if you don't see how it will in the beginning I love that and oh we're going to get into this I love mm -hmm. this and oh 
I'm so happy you're on here because honestly, this is my first podcast on the spiritual addition side. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy I could touch into this side. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys all know I have three other additions, finance, relationships, and health. But this mm-hmm. is so great to touch into this. Um, but yes, okay. Well, then, I love that. I'm so proud of you. That's why I wanted you on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second question I have for you was, how has the journey of pastoring a church been going for you? And I guess you balancing that with your life, right? Because you are still a young man in Atlanta. Um, You know? (laughs) I guess you could even talk about dating if you like. Whatever. Nothing's off the table here. (laughs) Well, I I will say the balance has been difficult. Mm. Um, Most pastors... You've been traveling. I've seen you on your... (laughs) (laughs) I've been traveling a little bit. I went to Puerto Rico. You know, I just came back from there. And uh, I almost found a... Found a wife over oh, there. Wow. I'm trying to speak Spanish. You oh, know, my God. I mean, Lord, I said, Lord, let me preach to you. Let me talk uh, to you. You know, you know. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, I, it, it's been an interesting balance because trying to find or trying to maintain a personal identity and find out what that means while being a pastor mm-hmm. and not letting a church or pastoral role identity or whatever I think that is supplant my individual identity and Mm -hmm. learn how to be authentically myself in this position and role. Uh, I pastor an older congregation where the average age is about 60, early 60s, you know, um, late 50s, early 60s. So there's a lot that comes with that. I'm not pastoring like a a hip, young, new age church. I'm I'm pastoring some older retirees, you know, Um, I'm their grandchildren's age, (laughs) you know. Uh, and, and sometimes that old spirit rubs off on you in some ways. Uh, but, but nonetheless, I have been trying to find that balance. Or I, and I've been working toward that. It's a journey mm-hmm. of finding what makes me feel whole. You know, mm. authentically, as far as in my spiritual life, as far as communicating my spirituality, as far as receiving and expressing love when it comes to my dating life, as far as finding that balance of work life mm. balance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I think we all, as we continue to grow and get older, we look at finding because because sometimes and I heard T.D. Jake say this, if you have more time. Oftentimes, you're not making a lot of money. Mm. If you're making a lot of money, oftentimes, you don't have the time. Mm. And trying to find that balance between family, friends, yeah. relationships. Those are your ministries, too. You know, yeah. all of that is is a lot. Yeah. You know, so that it, it's been a journey for me in that. And I'm I'm just taking it step by step. Right. One ghetto day at a time. <laughs> one, ghetto, one ghetto day at a time. And, I, and you know what? Like we were saying earlier before we even started recording. Yeah. Like it, it, it can be a little, little ghetto. Yeah. Because of the imbalance. Mm. You know? Mm. You start robbing Peter to pay Paul. Okay. You know, with your time, with your, with your resources. Yeah, your resources, money. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that. And it, it can get a little ghetto. It is. I'm but, trying to tell you. But, but all y'all that, 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 that's, that's going through that struggle, hang in there. You know, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll smooth out. You yes. Know? And that's why we're here. Because we're talking about wholeness. Because I think that's a big, big pressure amongst us right now. Um, obviously, we're still in this global panoramic. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, people are just trying to find foundation mm-hmm. like wholeness stillness peace inner peace mm-hmm. um and heal you know from right. things they didn't even realize was you know on them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so this kind of leads into my next question when you think of wholeness what comes to mind and how how is that how has that been evolving for you i'm specifically for this podcast and defining wholeness in, in a couple of different ways yeah let's get into it wholeness speaking to health, mm. wholeness speaking to 
resources and security. Mm. And wholeness speaking to purpose. Mm. And when I say health, I'm speaking about physical, mental, and spiritual health. Amen. When I'm speaking about security, that falls into the financial piece. Yes. That falls into relationships with God. Mm. That falls into security with feeling safe yes. with family, friends, you know. Uh, and purpose. When we start looking at what is our life's worth. You know, what, what gives us purpose? Purpose Is it our relationships with our friends, mm. with our significant others? Is it our job? You know, and I think all of these things together in tandem is what makes us feel whole. Mm. And when we have one that, you know, surpasses the other and we have that imbalance, I think that's when we lose an aspect of wholeness. Mm. And sometimes you can be in certain places in your life where you feel like you value one piece more than another. Where mm -hmm. you value the relationships more than the job. Where you value the job more than the relationship. Or where you value security more than anything else. All of those things, I think, may take different levels of order in your life. But you need all of them. Right to yeah. be and to feel whole. I love that, and he kind of yeah. touched on something. Deep dive deeper into the purpose. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, what would you describe, or how would you define finding that purpose? I think mm -hmm. that's a journey in itself. A right. lot of people wouldn't really, you know, know that off right back. How do you find or think that's the what people could do to seek that? I. It's kind of a what was question. interesting that is a loaded Sorry. question because it, it's one of those things where I hate when someone feels like they can tell you how to find your purpose mm -hmm. because that's, that's a very personal individual personal thing, thing. Yeah. however I think the best way to begin the, the journey or yeah. process of it is being open to a lot of things yeah being be, putting yourself in a lot of situations around a lot of different people taking the time to learn a lot of different things and then finding out and listening to yourself about what you're passionate about, what you like, what you don't like, and being clear about those things. Look at some of the reoccurring themes in your life. Mm -hmm, if you're mm -hmm. someone that's always helping people, someone that always has advice, or if you're someone that's very critical, you know, start looking at, well, how are those avenues in which I can turn that into something? Or, or, or it, maybe this is a sign that I don't need to be doing what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, if you're someone that's very passionate about people or animals or very, very uh, meticulous or, or with your hands, or you're good at good at things with your hands, creating things, good at sewing, good at doing hair, you know, all, things of that nature. If you if you can really pay attention to things that you may have as your hobbies that you don't place much much value in, and begin looking at how. There is value in those things. Right. Like some people may realize, you know, you know, I got an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. I'm good at starting stuff up. Yeah. You know, I may not be good at finishing it, but I can <laughs> I can definitely start it. And then what happens is if you see a strong point for you, you get people around you that can uplift the weak points mm. so that you don't have to feel like you have to do it all. All by yourself. Right. You I know? love that. You know, like like Jedi, you have a great spirit of starting and creating things you have the mind for it and you can really do a phenomenal job of even communicating it Thank right you. i appreciate and, and and typically people with that may not necessarily be the best organized mm. may not be necessarily the best time oriented or critical but then they get people on their team that are yeah and then when the full product of you comes out people only see you but they don't know you got all the people oh, around yeah. you that's helped make that and the I'll, finished product you I'll know i'll be the first one to say my team makes me great okay right. i think you reflect your weakest person on the team you mm -hmm. reflect the strongest person on your team right. so i'm very big on that i learn quickly right. what my strengths were and i love to educate speak right. 
but the extra stuff in the background to right. make it look all good. Oh, baby, we got a team for that. Yeah, and, and some people realize their role isn't the star, mm. but is the supporting actor. That and they're was, phenomenal at that. Exactly. And they don't need the spotlight. They don't right. need accolades. They just like knowing that they were the ones that made everything come together. Right. And that's a special, That's a special talent. Yeah. Talent and also a humbling kind mm-hmm. of um, aspect of, of life. Right. I definitely had someone reach out to me. One of my, she was no longer with me um, in the team, but mm-hmm. not in a bad way. But um, she reached out and was like, I really feel led to help you with your social media and mm-hmm. I'm going to help you with your email marketing. And mm-hmm. so that I was, wasn't even thinking about email marketing at the time with the Delta. I was like, okay, cool. You know what you're doing? Cause I, I don't know, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just here. She's like, yeah, let me just, I, I, I can grow myself and my brand exposure and help you. You don't have to worry about paying me too much. And I was like, all right now. I said, well, look mm-hmm. at God. Cause it was just after I kind of been praying about like, God, help me figure out who's right for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When building this and it was a beautiful transition, you know, and she helped me develop that. And now I know I have a, that portion of my business now right. that's now led with, by someone else now. But, you know, her time is her time. And it was so right. beautiful. So and, and you can see how the aspect of being whole is something where you don't have to have all the parts. Yes. Right. I like that. And and it, it shows you that there are different people that God places around you that helps make you or mold you into being complete. Yes. I agree with and that. And some aspect of the wholeness of somebody comes from the relationships with their parents, hmm. the relationships with their friends, hmm. the relationships with their significant other. And, and, and each person or relationship pours into them in a specific way. Right. You know? Like a cup. Like mm-hmm. a cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's what makes them whole. Now, I think where we have to worry about wholeness in the sense of it taking away from who we are, when we begin to fi- define ourselves by things that don't have strong enough foundations. Can you, you got dive deeper into that? Like, what would you define as things that are not strong foundations? Like your job or mm-hmm. like... Things I, like your job. Okay. Things like your appearance. Because mm, you know? looks can fade. Looks can fade, right. Uh, things like even, I would say, while the relationships and authentic relationships are essential, knowing what relationships are life-giving versus relationships that are just fickle, meaning here not there, not sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. 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 You know how we kind of call everybody a friend. Mm, you know, people just that use no that more. word kind of freely, yeah. and it takes them a while to realize this person wasn't a friend; they were an associate. You know. Boom. Let's talk about it. Mm, that's you know? real. Let's. And then you realize mm. now, now this associate who you deemed as a friend is pulling away from your wholeness. Yeah. Right. Yes. Or now this person that you might have been dating, right? Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. thought was going to add to that wholeness is really draining mm. and, and so an aspect of wholeness is seeing is are, are the relationships that I have are they pouring into my cup or are they sticking holes in it right. causing it to, to drain I love you know? that perspective because I think also on our friendships or relationship size adult friendships are very hard to navigate and mm-hmm. you can check out that episode when, okay, when that airs okay but we talk about how there's the, the looseness of that term. Right. And it's not even like to be rude. It's just you have to, just like there's a 90-day trial period for things, you know, before you start a job. I had 90 days before my insurance kicked in. Mm-hmm. And then actually a year later, that's when they start matching my 401k just to see if you, your loyalties, like, are right. you going to be here or not? You know, and I think that's a good enough time to figure out <laughs> if I'm going to jump ship or not. And right. I'm not saying this, you have to do that with your friends all the way, but almost similarly, or who you're dating, before you open up or give everything to mm-hmm. someone, 
see where their head's at. You know, give them enough. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying be surface level, but give them enough where it's like if they were to decide that they're not actually part for me, right. they didn't take too much from me. I, I can still recoup. And, and watch this. I think if we go a little deeper in that, when we start looking at how as an individual do I define trust? Yeah. How as an individual do I define someone pouring into my life versus being draining? And that is an individual concept because what may be life-giving for me may not be life-giving for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. what may be draining for me may actually encourage you. Yeah. Some people are encouraged by folks that are very critical of them and are, are always pointing out, hey, you know, a challenge them. You could be better here. You could do this there. Mm. But then there might be some people that are like, I, I need more encouragement, not right. criticism, or or someone always pointing out some of my flaws. You right, know, right. And so you have to define that for you. Right. But I think even before you go into relationships, yes, be them talk about it. with friends, be them with significant others. You you need to have a clear understanding what is life giving for me yes. and what isn't. And that's the next point I was gonna bring up. Mm -hmm. I think when you think about homes, you already kind of tapped on it. Mm -hmm. It comes back to yourself of like. Before you can even define anyone, make sure you know what the wholeness looks like for you. Mm -hmm. And take the time to do that. Right. Whether that's months, whether that's weeks, whether that's taking time to yourself, reading, um, um, whatever. Like, whatever you like to do. Spend time with yourself to know what actually works with you. Get right. to know yourself. And I almost would challenge and add to it, I'm sure you would agree, getting to know yourself. I had someone say, well, how do you get to know yourself? And I said, well, personally, I believe. I know who I am, but I also know whose I am, mm -hmm. right? And personally, I'm God's child. So when I get to know God more, I've been learning more from my creator about me right. and how that drops jewels of like, I am the head, not the tail. Because, right. you know, my dad is the king and I am a children of God. Like, I have power and my, I have authority. Mm -hmm. And those things come up and I'm realizing that as I got closer with God, personally, in my faith. And, and I think another thing to add to that, which we need to be very careful of is the words we use the language we use yeah the bible says out of the mouth the heart speaks period right and therefore if you if you examine your conversations mm. what, what, what am i talking about mm. most of the time mm -hmm. what is the theme of my conversations mm -hmm. here we go i, I said this on sunday mm. what are people comfortable talking to me about mm. if people are always comfortable gossiping around you mm. if people are, 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 are feel more comfortable talking about ideas around you mm. that says also a lot about you yes you know yes if people are comfortable talking about um you know the fact that they have an idea that they want to start up, they want to do something, it's probably because something in your life inspires them to want to be more, yes. do more. You know, now, since I'm a pastor, all of my friends, they just automatically, they want to talk about spiritual things, religious <laughs> things, character-driven things. They, they yeah. don't like to talk to me about a lot of issues or their dirty laundry as much oh. anymore. They, they, want, they like to present to be the, the positive side. And I have to remind them, you know, you... Uh, our friendship in order to keep growing we have to show each other our vulnerabilities all of it. You, yes. you know but um, I'm just saying all that to say that it's essential that you look at and examine what is the quality of conversation that mm. I'm having I love that I'm going to take mm -hmm. some time to think about that I found myself recently one of my guy friends hit me up he's like hey I want to run this idea by you and I was like yeah what's up and he's like I got some money um, I really want to invest mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like you would know and I was like wow I'm honored that you would think that because I honestly 
I don't okay you know what I'm saying like what made you think that and this been happening recently a lot with other people like hey I'm thinking about starting a business what you do again when you did this I'm like wow if that's mm-hmm. coming off that that's what I do I love that mm-hmm. but it's so interesting because I've never seen myself in that place I've just been doing if that right. makes sense so to reflect on it I think that's the next step for me to really evaluate and I love that and you'll realize you'll gravitate people towards you that have similar conversations yes because now you realize oh they're you know, you're feeding me. I'm feeding you. What, what, what other what ideas other do we have? You know, and we're bouncing right. off things, investment ideas, and right. I, I love that. And those are the conversations. The, the the other side of that is people that don't have that to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. They just kind of fade out of the picture because they don't. They let's can't talk relate. About it. They can't relate. And and almost let's talk about that too a little bit because we do talk about another one. Mm-hmm. When that happens. What does that look like? Because it's so. Sometimes when you lose people, it's almost like it doesn't have to be a big turmoil, toxic mm. reason. But it could just be like we're on different levels now, and it's not to say one's better than the other. We just are losing interest of why we started, right? Or our season has come to an end, mm. and that is okay. I can still love you from that point, but only I guess to that point, unless there's a change, of course, in our relationship that right. adds to it. Well. John 8 says, mm, bring up and you will know the truth, mm. and the truth will set you free. Amen. Right? And I think that has many different facets to it in which you can look at how that applies to so many areas of your life. You can be free from friendships that you didn't even know were holding you back. Mm. And when you start speaking the truth of what God has placed in you, if it doesn't align with somebody else's truth, they'll begin to fade away mm. you won't even have to get them to leave they just mm. it, it just it won't mix well mm. right mm. whereas as we said earlier some truths in which you speak will also cause people to gravitate towards you yeah you know and i, I like the clarity uh, of the clarity of that statement in scripture when it says and you will know the truth mm. and that goes back to that being wholeness because the truth will always echo in the back of your mind yeah i agree and you'll always be fighting with the lie that either you tell yourself or mm. other people tell you. Mm. And that piece of wholeness is something that if you answer it more and more, finding your authentic self, finding your purpose, finding the people, your tribe that's supposed to be around you, you won't be able to ignore that voice for mm. too long. And you'll answer it. And, and the more you answer it, the more you'll find purpose. Mm. The more you answer it, the more you find the people that need to be around you. Mm. But watch this, the more you repel it, the more you ignore it, the less audible it becomes. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, I'm lost. I don't know. No, 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 no. God is always speaking. Yeah. Through mm. people, through through nature, through situations, scenarios. Mm. But but if you're not tuned in, it's like an antenna. You got a lot of static going yeah. on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like a foreign language almost. Yeah, you can't even hear them. Yeah. Right? Mm. But, but, but the more you learn to tune your antenna, your apparatus, to be able to hear them clearly... You be like it, it. It'll it'll speak and strike in your spirit. And this is what we call it vibes now. That's yeah. that's big. And I, you know, I'm not really feeling the vibe, the mood. You know, yeah. you know that vibe, that mood. That's the Holy Spirit telling you. Uh-uh. Yeah. Leave her alone. Leave him alone. Right. Get out of there. Move. Yeah. yeah move right. now. Right. Leave. My- <laughs> or, or here we go. Find, who is that? Who is that over there? <laughs> come, come come here. <laughs> we need to talk. You know. We need to talk. We need to, our, our minds need to to work Connect. together because I feel like the Lord got something for us. Oh, doesn't it? You know, you, you know <laughs> what I mean. You know, and and oftentimes I think with women I've seen this through counseling and even sometimes with men we can get so caught up on this competitive edge mm. that we don't realize 
that some aspect of our wholeness can come from the community of being connected to others. Yeah. And if you're so worried about competing, you may lose sight of somebody that God has put in your life mm. to help boost you and help boost them. Yeah. Right? Right. And, and and that's something that, that that I think we really need to pay attention to. The Bible also says, you know, I'm passing I'm at the court. I know. Y'all ain't got a Bible right there. On you know, the right you side. know, and I ain't even cracked it open. I got these memorized. Okay, right? let me tell you. Right, so. right. The, the the two greatest commandments is the first one is love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Uh-huh. But the other one, the second one, the greatest one, it says, Love thy neighbor Amen. as thyself. Right? Mm-hmm. So therefore this is a strong communal aspect mm-hmm. that is the, the storyline of the Bible. Community. Mm-hmm. So God is always trying to reconcile us back to one another yes to the wholeness of community yes and therefore if you're always in isolation working by yourself just grind down him i don't need nobody i don't want nobody that that's that's really not of god no because god connected us or, or created us to be connected to yes. one another yes right did. through our stories through our testimonies, testimonies. right you, you see what i'm saying and yes. therefore you can help bring somebody else out of their trench out of their ditch, out of whatever that. they're going through, right? I love that you said that. And that's why we have to be connected and talk to one another. I love that you said that. I remember very vividly I went through a difficult time where I was mm-hmm. lost my job, you know, and I yeah. finally got to a point where I was able to speak about it, and I did on Instagram. When I tell you every time since that point of me speaking on something that I went through that I think God brought me through, not that he did bring me through, my DMs will flood mm-hmm. because they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize you were going through this. Me too. I just I just didn't know how to navigate. Hearing you say that this was my confirmation. Thank you so much for sharing. Da, da, da. And I always said, dang, like if we could be more transparent, mm-hmm. authentic, of course, in the right timing, of course, and you know, still discern who you talk to about certain things. But if you could be more open, I really think there's a reason why God does that so that we don't feel alone in those moments. There were so many people saying, I felt so alone about this. I didn't know how to say this. But now that I know it's, you went through this, mm-hmm. I don't feel so bad. Right. I, and I'm like, wow, no. Like, there's a lot of us going through this right now. You know what I'm right. saying? And it almost made it a little bit better, that burden a little bit lighter to now be able to talk, you know, about it and, and now identify and, like, work together mm-hmm. on this instead of, oh, I'm by myself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And that was on everything. That, you know, I talked about career now, but other things in life, right. dealing with a sick parent, you know, um, dealing with my finances, all these different things. We all relate. And that's part of the reason why I started this Daggone podcast. And I was like, right. adults is ghetto. Right, and we right. get it. Let's talk and about it. And we all figured it out. We all figured it out together, but we can maybe help each other right. when we have more conversations about it. And then you begin to realize this aspect of wholeness mm-hmm. is for the individual, but also a part of you figuring out your peace in, this in the community. Yeah. Yes. So really, when you learn how to be whole, you help other people learn how yes. to be whole. Then you all come together and form a whole. That's so real. Right? I love that. And I say that very specific. I jokingly say this all the time about dating. I'm like, look, mm-hmm. you go on ahead and figure out your whole, be a circle, rotating circle, functioning mm-hmm. circle. And I'm going to do that too. And when we together, we're going to make a bigger circumference, mm-hmm. function circles. I don't do that whole half stuff. Mm-hmm. I like wholeness. Wholeness. And, yeah. and I mean that not to be rude at all. It's just like, hey, focus on you before you come into me, right. you know, and and be whole rotating on your own way. Because if you're fully rotating your purpose, fully rotating in your whatever your God's called you to do, guess what? It's easier and better to identify another whole functioning circle that's also operating their purpose and maybe, just maybe, are we're rotating at the same uh, speed. So, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. And, and 
And when I think of wholeness in relation to marriage mm. and in relation to relationships, you can remember in Genesis, mm-hmm. right? When God makes Adam. Yeah. And then he forms Eve out of Adam. Yeah. Right? There's a whole passage in there that talks about how a man leaves his mother and father uh-huh. and unites with his woman and it talks about and it talks about how the two become one yeah talk about it. You, you you see what i'm saying yeah the two like they're leaving it man's leaving his mother and father woman's leaving her mother and father and the two now become one and become whole mm. right mm. now it doesn't get and i'm not going to get too deep into the, the origins of the words and all this but the interesting part about this is just because the two are becoming one doesn't mean both have to be broken halves. Mm, right? I like that. Yeah. But you can be your full whole. Amen. And they can be their full whole and guess to what? come together and become one. Amen. But a lot of us are coming together as bo- broken vessels. Yes. Where one person may be whole and the other person may be broken. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to figure out how to fit the, you piece, know, like fit a the piece together. Or some person at least maybe they have. But the other person is only a third. Third, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I mean? hey, now a you got now the half trying to compensate for the extra. For, for the other, you, you know, and, and, and it's just not big. fair. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. You know, and and so therefore there's there's key reasons that you need to make sure as an individual that you have all you need to have emotionally. Yeah. So that you're not going into something with someone else trying to get them to compensate for areas that you haven't taken care of. Amen. And I think that happens a lot nowadays yeah. in, in, in our generation, which actually leads me to a great point of right. how does one find true wholeness, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense that they're in pursuit. Any suggestions of like, I know you kind of already started it, but like any more suggestions in the sense of dealing with oneself, right? right. Um, and you could talk, take it in any direction. Relationships, God, you know, life, career. Right. I, I think... You begin by finding wholeness for self through facing a lot of the issues that you're running from. Mm. Right? So I think it would be helpful, and I'm, I'm kind of a practical person when it comes to exercises of how to figure things out like this. Mm-hmm. Um, remember I said I'm defining wholeness as health. Yeah. And health has its segments of physical, spiritual, and mental. Mm-hmm. So that's its own category right and you can write that down and, and and you sit down and go through that yeah. for yourself how am i spiritually how am i mentally mm. how am i physically mm. right and, and, and are these areas of my life receiving all the attention they need to mm. that's one aspect then from that purpose that's its own category do i feel like my life has purpose mm. do i feel like the work that i do has meaning in the world and for me, is it yeah. life-giving? Yeah. Or am I still searching for that? You know, defining that security. Next, then saying, do I feel secure? Mm. Do I feel secure with my living situation? Mm. Do I feel secure in my relationships? Mm-hmm. Do I feel secure in my in my community of friends? Yeah. And when I'm talking about security, I'm also talking about safe spaces. Mm. Are these safe spaces emotionally for me, mm. with my friends, mm. with my family? You know, or are these places where I'm really putting on a facade? Yeah, I'm not your true self. I'm not my true self, you know? Yeah. And I think if we start in these categories, just writing those down. Yeah. And, and kind of listing out, yeah or nay, do, do I feel authentically myself? Mm. You know, do I feel like my life right now has purpose? Mm. 
And then from that going down the avenue, well, how can we get to purpose? Right. How can we get to life giving work? Yeah. Going into with, with the health piece. Am I am I feeling healthy? Yeah. Doing a health check. Yeah. You know. Go to the doctor. Am I emotionally well, spiritually well, physically well? You know. Then going with through the security. Do I feel secure? Within myself, my friendships, with the, my relationship with God, in my space, in my head, always on the swivel. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, you know what's going. You know what, what what's going on? Um, and I'll be very quick with this example. No, go ahead. I, um, it's your show. I, I've been waiting to share this example because I I heard it earlier, actually this morning. Um, and anybody who looks at my Instagram, you know I love animals, so I'm always posting some kind of. Animal. This man should have been a dang <laughs> zootologist or something. You know, know, you, know you know who I followed the uh, black Tarzan. <sighs> you know the guy that has the the animals, black yes. guy. You yes. know, yeah, I, I follow him because he, he he just spits out a lot of knowledge about You're these animals. You gonna see something about animals and nature and Jesus Christ on it, that? At Instagram. least once, at least once a week, once yeah. a day, you gonna see something. <laughs> but I found out something interesting about cows and buffaloes. I know it's random. <laughs> It's very random, but it's gonna blow your mind. This 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 concept. Y'all cows spit out and my buffaloes. Watch this, y'all. Pay attention. Are you gonna be a cow, or are you gonna be a buffalo? Okay, so hold that question in your mind. Are you gonna be a cow today, or are you gonna be a buffalo? Watch this. So, in what I found out, storms blow from the east to the west, right? Yes. They just move like that. Or matter of fact, I actually think it's from west to east. Whichever way they blowing. They blowing somewhere. And they blowing somewhere and they moving. <laughs> and they talked about these cows and the buffaloes. Mm-hmm. When a cow sees a storm mm-hmm. coming over the horizon, a cow will turn and run away from the storm. Ah. But cows are slow. Oh, so when they're running away from the storm, the storm catch up with them. No. And they still running with the storm. Mm-hmm. And because they're running away from the storm, they actually prolong their presence in the storm. Because mm, it, it's going to come through. It's going to come. Anyway. And they still running with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and realistically, if they had kind of just stayed still, you, you <laughs> the, know, storm the storm would have blown up. over. Because watch this. Storms don't last always. Oh, on path. You know, he was like, I ain't come to preach to you today. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, y'all don't hear me. But, 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 but watch this. They, they run from the storm, prolonging their torment and pain in the storm. But watch what buffaloes do. What they do, Pastor. When the buffalo see the storm coming. What they do. He turn, she turn, and run toward the storm. Oh, now they look crazy. They face the storm. All right. Because they've realized, I don't know who taught them, it is the Holy Spirit of Jesus. <laughs> they they realized that through running to the storm, they limit the amount of time they're in it. Oh, wow. Because if they run to it and it's coming towards them, they're going to blow past each other. Oh, wow. Right? So it, they're even spending less time if they, they had can. stood there in it. Mm. But now the cow's still running. <laughs> the cow's still in the storm because okay. the cow... You know, imagine the cow running. Y'all, I'm over here doing my hands like y'all, I'm running. I don't even know what a cow looks like. Running. I know y'all can't see me, but imagine the cow running, running with the storm, trying to get out of it. But can't can't run it. No. But the buffalo running to the storm mm. and only staying in there next to no time because they outrun the storm, running past where the storm is already covered. Right. Oh wow. So therefore, when you think about what type of individual are you going to be? Are you going to be someone that's always running from the storm, mm. prolonging your time in the pain? Come on now. Or are you going to be the type of person that faces it, mm. runs towards it, identifies it mm. so that you can eliminate the issue? Come. I ain't coming preach to you today. Yeah. But I, 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 I just want you to see 
an aspect of wholeness. Play around, y'all. Here we go. You know, an aspect of wholeness is you identifying what you're dealing with. Yeah. What pieces are missing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You gotta face those things head on. I love that. I love this, y'all. We we gonna maybe put up a donation link uh, for the for the the words you the just o- got. Only, the only donation I require <laughs> is the donation of your life's work. Amen. To yourself. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Pastor you know. Hamilton. <laughs> no, but you're right, and I love that. And I think uh, there was a note I wanted to say about that. Ooh. It's going to say, hey, sometimes when you find and identify what you're going to do, whether you're going to be the cow or the buffalo, okay, Mm -hmm. all right, you also know that they're not alone in this, right? Whether that's seeking through God, through community, through your friends, through your family, safe spaces, or even a therapist, okay, black people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said the T word. Yes, Yes. therapist. Because honestly, I do believe, you know, without, what is it, without work, faith, Without faith, yeah, there are no works. Yeah, and our works, there's no. It's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. see, so there was, this is coming out of the book of James. <laughs> okay, come right? on now. And, Teach and, and, me. I, and I preached a little bit about this on Sunday because I was saying the very thing about what you just said about we how we pastor. need therapy. We do. Baby. The sermon I preached was one with the issue of blood, mm, right? Twelve years. And and, I, and and the thing was, we we need help. We can't do it by, by ourselves, ourselves, right? And the, one of the key things that you'll see in that ish story with the one with the issue of blood is that she went to see the doctors. Yeah. And then she went to see Jesus. Amen. And I posed the question. I said, I wonder if she had gone to see Jesus before she went to, doc- went to the doctors. Would she have received the healing? Mm. We don't know. The text doesn't say. Right, right. However, it says when she touched the hem of his garment, mm. she was immediately healed. Now, now th- this is a little graphic. She had an issue of blood. That means she was on a period for 12 years yeah. nonstop. Yeah. She had a lot of pain. Yeah. Some of the, some translations say she was hemorrhaging. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so brothers and sisters, this is 12 years of pain. Mm. This is 12 years of going to the doctors and the doctors saying they don't know what's going on. Mm. The text says she spent all her money. Mm. That means she's frustrated. In Levitical law, when a woman's going through menstruation, they have to be excluded from the community. Yes, they do. Men can't even sleep in the same bed. They got to put the woman in a whole another house. Mm. Right? She can't even touch anything. It's deemed unclean because mm. she's unclean because she's bleeding. Right? Mm. So this is 12 years of this. So her community community's impacted. Mm. Her wholeness is impacted. Yeah. Her community, her finances, yeah. her friendships, and her physical and spiritual health. So all of this touches Jesus. Yeah. And she's healed. Jesus. And mm. what, I, what I want us to see is sometimes it takes that surrendering to God. Mm. Sometimes it takes us saying, you know what? I've tried everything, everything. else. Mm. And Lord, I'm going to give it to you. And look, the reason why I said if she had gone to the doctor first, like she did, and not talked to Jesus, she would have never received the healing. Mm. Right? Mm. But she went to the doctor and went to Jesus and got the healing. Mm. And what that shows us is we show faith in God through using all the avenues uh, that God yes. has given us yes. to receive healing. How are you going to ask God to do something you won't even do? Come on now. You, you won't even go to the doctor to get help, but you want him to heal you. Amen. But yet you're talking about his faith. If you're going to use faith, you show you have faith through exhausting every resource. Yes. Lord, I've tried and given you all I've had. Yes, yes. Come yes. on, heal me. Yes. Come on, make me whole. Yes. You, you, you see what I'm saying? That's why I see it. It's, it's a balance. Mm. That's why they said the faith and works is essential 
John says, show me your faith and I'll show you my works. And he goes back and forth in, in, in the book of James. I mean, and, and he goes back and forth because he's showing you it's not an either or. Yeah. It's a both thing. Both, and. yes. We need faith and, and works. And. Otherwise, guess what? The text says, it'll be dead. Oh. Period. And that's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah, either you'll be dead or your situation <laughs> you're trying to bring life to into will be dead. Yeah. Trying to have one without the other. That's so real. And I'm so glad you said that because, again, seeking the help, seeking those things. If you realize, hey, my blood pressure's up. Hey, maybe you might need to work on the diet. Mm -hmm. Maybe see a dietitian, Like something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, look up on YouTube. You ain't got to spend all that money either. Like, seriously, just... Taking the accountability and actually working on thyself first. Mm -hmm. And then God, I think, will bless you with everything, honestly, if it's yeah. according to his will. I do you think, better know that scripture. Come on now, you know I know a little something. <laughs> Somebody been reading their reading Bible. You know, I'm a God-fearing woman. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with that said, mm -hmm. you know, it's according to his will. So it's like almost like, okay, God, if you sit with him, sit with yourself, mm -hmm. sit with whatever you want to call it, and actually ask God, Give me vision, and and mm -hmm. he will provide that. Mm -hmm. And then now you're almost working in in tandem with, like in, mm -hmm. in alignment with him. Mm -hmm. So almost I feel like, especially for me, when I started taking the stride to actually do the work, get mm -hmm. into therapy. And you ain't gotta be crazy to have therapy. I just like to have someone help me figure out what the heck I be thinking. Sometimes it don't even be like I need help. Right. I just like to. I realize way I think is from how I was raised. It right. wasn't bad. Trust me. I just think that way because I was how I was raised. And it's good and, to and, 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 know and, that. And, and we all need somebody to talk to. Yes. Some of us are talking to the wrong people, giving wrong advice. Period. Tell us to do the wrong things. And we stay in the same cycle, mm. wondering why we're getting the same results. Mm. You're not talking to the right people. Nope. Get these licensed professionals, right. not your friends. Not your friends. Men, don't just be like, oh, I'm going to talk to my homeboys and start a podcast and just start talking all this toxic <laughs> stuff and think people are going to listen. Right. Okay? Because it's crazy. So this leads me to my next question. Have you ever felt whole? When was the last moment you felt at peace? Well, I... I'm really feeling at peace right now. Oh, I love that. You know, because I... make you feel I, at peace? Well, it wasn't my yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, well, realistically, a part of it is you because looking at the fact that seeing your our friendship, seeing you grow, feeling like as your young adult minister, oh I contributed God. in some way to your spiritual formation that has contributed to this success in which you have. It does make me feel at peace and, and, and whole because you're a part of my community, yes. you know, and which we spoke about. And also because I know I'm a work in progress. Hmm. I recently got hooked up with a counselor amen you know and i you know as a pastor pastors need counseling too yes y'all because we listen to a lot of people issues <laughs> a lot of people problems and it, it, you're like where, where does all that stuff go you know people come load it all on you load it tell you some of their deepest deepest darkest seeds and, and you got to keep your composure in the meeting but in the like, you but, did but that. on the inside you're like what <laughs> you did what <laughs> I'm not judging you, but oh my ah. gosh! <laughs> and the whole time you're like, yes, yes, amen, yes, yes. And then, God will work through it. But in, in, on the inside, you're like, 
I wish you could see my face right now. But he's like, but you know, and so 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 you're keeping all this for people, and the wife says people are dumping on you, but where do you dump Dump. on yourself? You know, and so glad you talked. Pastors are need need counselors, and not even just pastors, but if you're a person that's an emotional caregiver for your friends, yes, for your family, people call you and just want to dump on you. You know, just tell you everything, load you. You know, they want to just tell you everything, and they're always looking for your advice. You need somebody. You need an outlet because. Because technically, you're the person that's filling up everybody else's cup. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, well, who's filling up my cup? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm. Brothers and sisters, even Jesus, Mm. after he fed the 5,000, retreated up to the top of the mountain. And he spent time with his heavenly father up there. And when he, after he was up on that mountain and spent time with his father, he came down from the mountain and walked on the Sea of Galilee. Mm. And that's where the storm was raging. And that's where the twelve were in the boat. And they saw him. They were like, Jesus, is that you? And then he's like, yeah, it is me. And then that's when Peter says, Lord, if it is you, call me out on the water mm. with you. You, mm. see, you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, 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 so you see, even Jesus had to go. Had to go and get some recharge. Go and get some help. Yeah. Needed someone to pour into him. And he looked to his heavenly father. Yeah. And so that's why I challenge you. And I had to challenge myself that, hey. I need help. Yeah. I can't do it by myself. Amen. And we don't have to. We don't. Because God has put people in our lives to help make us whole. I love that. I love that. That was such a beautiful answer, y'all. Come on, Pastor. Okay. (laughs) One of the last questions I wanted to ask was, as we wrap up, is do you believe being whole is more of a journey rather than a destination? I think you already kind of answered that but it is a journey and and we shouldn't want it to be a destination mm. destinations are final like you get there it's like okay that part's done no but mm. a journey is something that's evolving mm. you realize you're not the same person at 20 that you will be at 30 yeah you hope not shoot you're not the same person at 20 that you were at 12 then not be right yeah and so you realize at each stage in your life you're evolving and yes. how you define wholeness will change yeah what you value mm. you know i realized i didn't realize how much i valued furniture until i bought bought a house <laughs> i get excited about a new piece of furniture I know, now. that's right you're an old man now no, well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, true it makes me feel older joke. like excited. I'm, I'm excited about little stuff yeah. you know like Oh, I got a rug, and it matches the, the curtains. Yeah. And now I can get this centerpiece to go on. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm over here excited about, I got this whole thing going by. You know, I got the lights I know, to right? go behind the TV and <laughs> go under the couch and make it look like I'm in a lounge. You know, yeah. you know I'm, I'm excited about the ambiance and the setup of things. But you realize, I realized maybe about 10, 15 years ago, I don't remember thinking about no furniture. No, you probably No lights. I'm looking about shoes. Right. About clo- you know, all these things. And I'm saying all that to say you realize at each stage of your life, you will have th- different things that you value. When you have children, mm. it's going to shift from you to them. Jesus. When you get married, pretty probably should have said the married before yeah. the children. Yeah, let's yes, talk about that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Rewind it. Yeah, but, but, but nonetheless, the, 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 the marriage, you realize it's not about you, mm. or not about me, but we. It's a we. It's a we. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so, so therefore, you, you, you realize those values, those individual values will change because now you realize you got your own little village you're making. Mm. Right? No, might have been. And so, wholeness is not wholeness without your significant other now. Mm. Wholeness is not wholeness without your children now. Wholeness is not wholeness without making sure your mama good, your daddy good. Because mm. as you get older, they get older too. Mm. 
right? You got to look after them in different ways. You got to care for them in different ways. All of that. Yeah. Right? I love that. And so, so we realize our, our definition of wholeness begins to evolve, you know. And that's a journey. That is. And it's a beautiful journey. And then as we get older, and I've seen this with my senior saints uh, at the church. You know, I told you I pastor an older church. You begin to realize that once you reach a certain age, you start looking at your legacy that you've left behind. Mm. And you start asking yourself, what have I left behind that has allowed others to flourish? Mm. What have I left behind that will sustain my children and my children's children mm. what legacy am i creating mm. or have i created mm. and now we see wholeness has shifted from me to we to my whole generation mm. you know that's deep that's so real yeah and i love that it's a great way to end because i think as we continue to grow adulting mm-hmm. um is ghetto but we also realize that it's a journey mm-hmm. it's a process and we're never done. Oh, you hope not to be done before the right time, right? Right. And it's so beautiful to know that in every space in your life, there's purpose. Mm-hmm. Every spot in your life, you can find wholeness. Right. You know, in your singlehood mm-hmm. versus you dating, then marriage, then children, so right. on and so on and so on. Right. So, with that being said, any other final thoughts you'd like to leave? And let us know, like, how we can reach you or... If you have any socials, whatever, um, I'll definitely drop all this stuff in the description. But any other right. final thoughts on this? And You can find me at New Morning Light <laughs> Baptist Church. Amen. You can come see us at 1392 Conley Road in right. Conley, Georgia. <laughs> Amen. I'll be there in the office. Pull up on me. Oh, pull up on you know, me. <laughs> we can pray in the sanctuary. We can we, we, we can pray in the office. We, we, pull up on me. <laughs> Or you can uh, find me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. What is my Instagram? Lord. Underscore Charles Gospel. <laughs> yes, y'all. It will be in his description, y'all. Yeah, okay. I'm on there. And you can find our church uh, website. It's newmorninglight.org. You can find us on YouTube at New Morning Light Baptist Church. You can find us on Facebook, New Morning Light Baptist Church. And we're there. You can watch yeah. the sermons and see what we have, our Bible studies, all of that. Yes. Um, and like I said, being whole is a journey it's not a destination and in this process remember to be patient with yourself mm, sometimes we can be our worst critics that's a cliche but it's very true practice grace and so be, practice grace on your with yourself god has grace for you yeah so have grace for yourself mm. and allow yourself to heal mm. and allow yourself space to be honest with self and allow yourself room to grow i love that such an enlightenment yes this was a sermon y'all and honestly i feel like i need to post this and uh on a sunday amen (laughs) this is a word thank you so much for coming on the podcast and y'all y'all just been blessed and like i said amen amen Amen. (laughs) hey you thanks so much for tuning in on another episode of adult things ghetto podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did Please be sure to like, subscribe, share, and comment your favorite parts. I look forward to having you plus your friends join us again on the next episode. Until then, happy adulting.